<laughs> What's poppin' sweets? Your favorite baker and host is back with a brand new episode of Cookies and Conversation. And today I'm sitting down with my girl Priscilla, the founder and creator of Saddy Baddies. Come on. How are we feeling? We feel good. We feel energized. We feel rejuvenated. It's Sunday. The sun is out. Yes. You know? It's it feels good in Brooklyn right now. Yeah. Okay. I gotta ask, what is actually what is the weather right now? Because down here in Maryland, it's like burning up and it's hot. Yeah. Okay. It's like 90 <laughs> degrees today. It was um it was about 90 yesterday, but it wasn't too sunny. But today it's like sunny, but there's a good breeze going. Okay. There's like a block party later t- um this afternoon. So yes. yeah, it's, it's lit. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm, oh my god, I love this. Because, yeah. like, the thing, like, with Maryland weather, you never really know. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be so, um, like, just muggy. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm here for this. Yeah. Movie. But then it's like, it's the it's the humidity for me. Like, I, I don't <laughs> like that. No, thank you. <laughs> but I no, I'm so happy to sit down and talk with you and just really, you know, I guess I pick your brain a little bit and just learn more about you and you know, just showcase you in a way to like, you know, my followers and my listeners, you know, that they may not see, you know, by way of Saddie Baddies. So, right. Um, right. Thank you for that. Yes, of course. So with that being said, who are you and what are we sipping on if we are sipping on anything today? Yes. So my name is Priscilla Adjuman. I am a mental health activist. I am a digital content creator and I am the founder and creator of Saddie Baddies, which is a virtual sanctuary designed for people of color to come together and community to share resources to build each other up as well as learn about mental health and make mental health awareness as palatable as possible so I do that through choosing bi-weekly topics Um, I have covered over 75 topics and each topic is intentional every single topic every post that I make is intentional and it's rooted with intention so um, I think about it a lot. Like I, y'all don't even see the, but behind the scenes, I'm like debating like, oh, should I do this topic <laughs> this week? Or like, should I do this topic? This is a following week because I right. feel like right now this is the focus. So I do a lot of um, kind of like debating, but that ultimately I always try to pick a topic that I think will resonate. And usually it does, which is good. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm also a public health professional full time. I do work full time. Um, so yeah, I just want to kind of shout out people who are juggling a full-time job while also building a brand or a business because it is possible. I know that um, a lot of times some of us have to quit our nine to five and that's perfectly okay. But also like some of us, you know, like myself that cannot depend on entrepreneurship at this time to get us where we need to be, you know, so it's okay to do both. And eventually, you know, hopefully you have just one. Exactly. One job that, you know, helps to sustain you, but I'm all about sustainability. So yeah, I do work full time. And I have my master's in public health, um, which contributes a lot of information that I do share on study baddies. A lot of the topics that I share have actually been, you know, actual assignments that I've had to write about, like papers I've had to write about. Mental health was um, my thesis paper. It was on the mental health of children um, detained at the U.S. border. And I actually, you know, 
had a whole experience there. I don't, I don't want to tell everything now yeah. in case you do want to talk about it later. But yeah, that's just a little bit about me and my background. Um, and Alicia is an original saddie baddie. Okay. Like, <laughs> like she, she has been like literally since the, I think the day I created the page, yes. like standing, like so supportive. So I just have so much love and appreciation for you. And also, Always. You've shared so much insight um, to the Saudi Buddies community. And yeah, we love you so much. Just oh my that. God, I love so, you yeah. too. Oh my God, it's always my pleasure. Like, but no, for sure. Like, because I remember like when it came to be and I was just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I love this. Because you know, we need more of that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's so important. And I feel like, you know, you can never talk about mental health enough. Right. Um, you know, I was just talking to two of my friends the other day and it's just really like, I feel like there's this, this stigma that, that comes with. It. And I think a lot of mm -hmm. it is like deeply rooted, like it, as far as like generations go, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's kind of like, I'm trying to figure out how exactly like my friend Ethan worded it, but it's in a sense of, you know, if something is not balanced for lack of better terms mm -hmm. um then you're deemed as like crazy or less right. than stuff like that and i think that definitely like trickles down to you know what happens within the black community or just like communities of color and mm -hmm. i think that um what doesn't help for um people of color especially black people it's kind of like i feel like we have to I feel like we try not to, but in the sense we kind of have to like prove ourselves yeah. in so many different ways. It's like, yeah. we are this, we are that. Yeah. I think that also adds even more weight to why mental health should be a huge priority for us. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. Totally. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure we're going to get into it for sure. Also, side note, I remember you did ask me what I was sipping on. I am sipping on <laughs> um, an organic Horizija tea mixed with like uh, um, the Shroom Shield by the brand Goldie. It's a black owned brand based in Brooklyn. And they have this um, like supplement with reishi mushroom and cacao. And it's so good. Ooh, so I just kind of made like a latte out of it with some like almond milk. Yes. and it's fire so that's what i'm sipping on and what that are you sipping so on so good thank you for asking me. <laughs> oh my gosh. you know i i just made like a nice cup of tea um yes. it's a um a, a ruibos tea um madagascar vanilla Ooh. with my Ooh. cream honey so it's very you know very mellow it's very me very warm yes. so you know i like <laughs> to start my days with some um with some tea for sure like during the yeah week, i'm very like okay i need my coffee but like, yeah, then, yeah, I'm not always drinking my coffee. Like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a tea person for sure. Thanks yeah. for asking me. One thing I want to ask you too, like, out of all the topics that you've covered so far, do you have mm -hmm. like a favorite topic that you've highlighted so far, or is there a topic Ooh. that has been the most impactful amongst the masses? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say, so kind of have two, right? Okay. So I have. I think the topic that actually changed me, like when after I would, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I was like, hold up, high functioning anxiety. You know, when I think of topics, it is largely 
things that I've always wanted to talk about, right? Like, but it's also a big part of it is me just by reading. Like, I read a lot. So I'll, like, read books and stuff like that or articles especially. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do a topic on that. Or people will DM me and say, hey, can you do a topic on this? But I did a topic on high-functioning anxiety. And when I wrote that, I was like, this is me, actually. And, you know, after, I like, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people were like, whoa, this is me. Like, this is me. And this is not like, this is like, I have to put this disclaimer. When I do a topic, it's not, this is not a means to self-diagnose, right? right? This is a means to learn. This is a means to just have the topic in your mind so that you can do research or you can Go to a therapist and talk about it with a professional. Like, I have to put that disclaimer because I don't want people thinking like, oh, I wrote a topic on bipolar disorder. Oh, I'm bipolar now. I fit all the signs. No, 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 no. Like, there there has to be a whole assessment before you're diagnosed with something like that, right? So I just want to be clear. However, because I have had conversations with my therapist and they have mentioned, you know, I have traits of high-functioning anxiety. Like, when I actually wrote the topic, I was like, this is in alignment with what I've already heard, you know? So that to me, that topic was very eye-opening because it like, you know, really showed me like how I have certain habits that, or behaviors, I should say, Mm-hmm. that do resonate with high functioning anxiety like you know like the perfectionism and getting everything done but still feeling very unsettled and just generally like anxious and nervous and you know like those traits um like overworking like followed out by like burnout like that those things are all like yeah. practices that I had experienced especially um during my education um, pursue my education, both my undergraduate and my, my, my master's degree. So yeah, like, you know, through, through doing topics and researching, um, I've, you know, have been able to learn more about myself, but I think other people have had an opportunity to look inward as well. And I would say what the topic that, I mean, analytically, if you look at your insights on, on Instagram, you know, if you have like a business profile, you can see like, okay, what topics or what posts are doing really well, circulating a lot. And the I think the most circulated topic I have to date is on medical racism, I believe. Um, That had like almost 20,000 impressions, I believe, and like over 2,000 likes and shares. And so, and mind you, I'm not, I'm not, um, I do not promote my posts. (laughs) Like I don't promote them, you know, this is literally organic, like, shares and organic posts or I mean uh, organic uh comments and commentary you know so it's not as if I'm putting money behind it to get it to reach further like this is just people like finding it and sharing it over and over and over Mm -hmm. again which is crazy to me you know um yeah yeah, and so that that those topics for sure I think were like the two most eye-opening and impactful yeah I think a lot of people learned about medical racism through that topic because um I learned about it through through graduate school so I actually taught I I I was a teacher's assistant I was a TA for my graduate course in medical anthropology and that class was life-changing you know Mm -hmm. so we went we dug deep into medical racism. There's an amazing book um, by Harriet Washington called Medical Apartheid. And I encourage every single, every single black person 
to read that book because it is so impactful. It's so impactful. And when you're done reading it, I think you'll be just as angry as I was after reading it (laughs) and being, yeah, like it's crazy. Like the experiments, like everybody knows about the the Tuskegee syphilis study, right? But there are so many more, so many more um, up until honestly, like the nineties. Like, so we're not, we're talking pretty recent, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely encourage people to read that book. Um, very eye-opening. Absolutely. You know, I'm, yeah. one thing I'm really happy to see is your impact. And like you said, it's organic. Cause you know, yeah. I was actually just talking to one of my friends about this yesterday. It's like, you can always tell when somebody's doing it for, or doing whatever they're doing because they want a reaction because yes. they're like, yep. You know, like, it's not from the heart. They just want the attention. But what I love is that, like, you know, you utilize your voice and your platform and your knowledge, your experiences to really spread awareness. And all it takes is one post, and it just, it goes from there. Um, Absolutely. You know, and I really feel like the power of social media is real. So the fact that you are able to do all of that by way of Mm -hmm. social media is huge. And then... Can we talk about this Nike NYC? <laughs> Can we talk about it? Girl, when I, say, when I saw that ad pop up on my Twitter timeline, it was like sponsorship. I said, look at Priscilla. Look at my girl. I was like, Can we talk about this? Yo, your memes had me weak. Literally weak. I was dying. I was like, oh my God, I love her. Thank love you her. so much. that was yeah yeah that was such a beautiful experience it was so rewarding and so just I it was a milestone you know like it was a milestone I have never worked with such a like big team like a production team right ever so like you know having so many people involved to create this you know event that we did and we that we did together the Saudi body sanctuary and also filming the morning routine um video it was just it was beautiful like everybody was so down to earth super super attentive and helpful and everybody was just there to like make this happen and it was just amazing because you know Nike approached me (laughs) <laughs> with, the, right. with the collaboration I was like what like, like, y'all know who- yeah <laughs> I was like y'all know who I am like I just was like I was blown away and yeah the, the team is amazing literally amazing such amazing amazing people individuals um that worked so hard so I'm so grateful that I had that opportunity and it was a blessing because yes. you know I can pour back into study baddies which is what I always have that's always my intention and you know is to pour back into um my community so yes but it 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 was amazing for Mm -hmm. sure so amazing and I'm grateful to everyone that attended but also anyone who just supported and shared like that means the world to me so thank you I could not have done this without my community you know that's what it was for so yeah Absolutely, because like, and what I love too is that they truly like in all of the promotion, like all of the videos, like yeah. that production team truly like captured the essence of you. And Thank I was you. like, I was like, this is Priscilla, like from Thank beginning you. to end. And like the the morning routine, I was like, look at my girl. I was like, this is so yes. like. And I just I love that they yes. not only reached out to you, but they really honored who you are. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. And that's that's amazing. I feel like yeah. you know it was well deserved. You've been working Thank so you. hard. Um, your Thank impact you. has been like it's been huge, and it's been it's Thank been quick you. too. Wow. So you're welcome. Oh Girl, my gosh. life comes at you fast. It comes at you so fast, and that's what like one thing I I learned from this experience is that. There just like just like there's people that may may or may not like what you're doing or may not support you. There are probably ten times as many people who do support you and do love what you're doing. So yes. to me, that just was a reminder, like keep going. Like it doesn't matter who supports you and who doesn't. Yeah. There are people out there who are watching you, you know, like literally watching you, like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and observing what you're doing, how you're presenting yourself to the world. And that's not to say, like, don't be yourself or, you know, censor yourself. No, but just be yourself. But know that other people are also experiencing you doing yes. what you're doing, you know. So that was definitely um, it's just it was just beautiful. And. And truly, yeah, it was just so effortless to work with him. Like, our ideas were hand-in-hand hand with each other. They were super collaborative, super um, just ready to listen. And, like, any ideas that I had, like, they incorporated it. And it just was, like, it was just such a great – it was so much synergy, you know, working mm -hmm. with them. So I, I'm so grateful. And, yeah, like – for anyone who thinks that you can't like get a brand deal or anything like that, oh, I have less than 10k followers. That doesn't matter because it really I, doesn't. You know, like yeah. I don't have 10k followers yet, but you know that doesn't mean that um, people don't recognize the work that we do as Saudi Daddies because it is a we thing, you know. So absolutely, oh, I'm yeah. so proud. Yes. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you think, or rather? Did you think that you were going to get this exposure like so quickly? No, no, not at all. I really thought like, you know, because I'm not I'm not an influencer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that when people do get brand deals or sponsorships, they automatically are looked at as an influencer. But I'm not an influencer. Like, I'm literally a black woman with a full time job and <laughs> I'm a mental health activist. You know, like I'm a digital content creator. So right. this is what I do, like regardless of whatever partnership or sponsorship that I do get, which I'm grateful for. However, that's not my end goal is like, oh, I want to get as many sponsorships as possible. Or I want to get us all these brand deals as possible. It's like, no, I'm trying to literally initiate collective healing. <laughs> like that's my focus. Yes. It's not necessarily like, oh, it's not a it's not like a clout thing for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this, if anything, if this brought more people to Saudi Baddies, that means that more people have been exposed to mental health awareness. More people have been exposed to a safe space. That's amazing. That's all I want. That's all mm -hmm. I care about. You know? So yeah, but I didn't think it would happen so so quickly, for sure. I think um, especially last year with the rise of, you know, social activism, I do think um, Saturday Baddies became more visible, which is good, you know, which mm -hmm. is helpful. But um, I know that if it wasn't for what happened last year, I do think it would have taken more time. I'll say that. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I completely understand. Yeah. It was like that for me and the Mona Lisa Bakes. Like, right, right. I just woke up and my site was doing numbers. And I was like, right, right. Like, yeah, it yeah. happens. You just kind of go with right. it. Right, exactly. You take the blessings and you keep going. Exactly. And one more um, question I want to ask you before we dive into mm -hmm. anything else. It's what was, you know, the moment where you knew, like, you had to 
you know, I guess like the moment that really kicked off, like, you know what, it's time to make Saddy Baddies. Like, mm-hmm. was there anything specific? Yeah. So when I, so two years ago, when I started Saddy Baddies, that was at a job um, that I really was struggling to feel not even validated. I just was miserable there. Let's just say that like <laughs> straight up, I was miserable there. I was not seeing my growth I was not seeing um anything I did acknowledge either like so it was very frustrating because it wasn't like I wasn't trying my best it just was not acknowledged right and it just knew it wasn't a good fit for me like you just know when you're at a job and you are not meant to be there like it just is so it's such a gut it's like a gut feeling and I was like I cannot be here you know and I was like I need to do something that I need to cope with this, like this, this overwhelming feeling of misery while I'm working this nine to five because I need to pay my bills. So I was like, I need to find an outlet. I just need an outlet. I don't need to have like this. This didn't start off as like a side hustle or a second stream of income, you know, Mm -hmm. at all. So I really started it as an outlet. And so I started it because I was like, Actually, in, in college, my nickname was Batty P. <laughs> and, like, all my friends would call me Batty P. And, um, you know, we all know what the term Batty means. It's just, like, a bad bitch, essentially, right. you know? It's like, you know, it's a good, <laughs> it's a flattering term. But, you know, one thing I, I found is that, you know, I thought it was a cute nickname or whatever. But I was like, yeah, but, like, I also am, like, going through a lot emotionally. And I was going through a lot emotionally, like, way before I started Saddy Baddies. Like, I had that's essentially where I started my like spiritual journey. And you know, with that comes a lot of like shadow work and a lot of like kind of reopening old wounds. So I was going through it like mentally and emotionally, a lot of anxiety, feeling bouts of depression as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, starting a new job um, and you're not feeling fulfilled by it. And on top of that, I had just finished, just finished graduate school and getting my master's was this big accomplishment but it just felt like okay what what's next then you know like when you're an overachiever it's like okay what's next it's like girl you just got a freaking master's degree (laughs) like you know like okay like why can't you be happy here so I was like I was always kind of beating myself up like that is kind of my my mental health is in the form of um, perfectionism and people pleasing and which results in anxiety, you know? Right. And so it was very frustrating for me. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm sad, like I'm going through it, but I'm still a baddie, you know? And uh, on top of that, it also, I think when you look like you're fine and that you don't have anything wrong with you, it makes talking about your mental health very difficult. Because yes. people are like, but you look fine. Like, you're happy. You're smiling. You got everything you need. I like, when that happens. Yeah. So, like, to me, I needed to, like, I created Saddy Baddies because I was like, I know I'm not the only one. I know that there are other people that look like they're fine, show the signs of depression or whatever because they're hiding it, you know? But you're still, you're still worthy. You're still a bad bitch, essentially. You're still beautiful regardless of those things that you're trying to, like, dim down you know and being aware of your emotions and being vulnerable with yourself first and foremost um you know that's important so creating fatty baddies was like for me it was like god was just like listen 
this is what you need to do. You need to create this page, create the safe space, and then I got it from here. Essentially, that's what I felt. I felt that calling. Like, just do it. Just do it. Don't even, ironically, like, you know, like the Nike slogan is just do it. But that's right. literally like, <laughs> that's literally how I felt. Just do it. You know, just create the page. Like, you'll, you'll figure yes. it out. And then little by little, I was like, oh, okay, this is like, this is kind of my formula. Like, I will have a topic. I'll talk about it. I'll break it down. I'll offer room for discussion. And then boom, like, that's kind of how it came about. And little by little, I started a blog and the website and then the Twitter and like everything kind of like started to fall into place, like little by little. And then it wasn't until last year that I actually sat down and created a full business plan. Like I had never sat down to write a business plan for it, you know, like now yes. I have a media kit and like, you know, like all the, all the things that you need, I guess, to have like your business up and running you know, like filing a trademark, all of those things, like that's expensive, but little by little, you're able to do it as you give yourself the patience for your business to grow. So absolutely, yeah, that's kind of like the beginning story of it, I would say. Oh, that makes me so happy. (laughs) One thing I want to touch on too is, um, and we were just talking about this right before we got into the recording. It's um, Black you know, just like prioritizing ourselves and black womanhood. And, you know, I guess to me, like I tie that into shadow work. I feel like black women carry a lot of weight on their shoulders. I feel Mm. like we come into the world with the weight of the world (laughs) on our shoulders. Yeah, Um, Where, or not where, but what was the deepest part of the shadow work that you've done like so far? Because mm. you know, shadow work never stops. But when did you stop. really like shake the table yeah. with yourself? Ooh. That's a great question. To be honest with you, back in like 2017, I feel like I was at war with myself, like mentally and emotionally. I was very unsettled with who I was as a person because I didn't know who I was when you take away the identities that you've been holding on to for years like I'm like oh I'm a perfectionist I'm a I'm a a plus student like I was always a really good student um you know I started to like look at myself like okay who are you outside of those labels and it, I kind of freaked me, it freaked me out, you know, I didn't know, I didn't really know, like, okay, this is me, this is who I am. And finally, you know, I started asking myself questions, like, what are the parts of myself that I'm not proud of? Like, what are the parts of myself that I want to, ha- I want to do better, you know, yeah. about, like, what what can I do to improve my self-love? Like, how can I really be the ver- the best version of myself for myself, not for other people, but just for me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I started asking those questions about, yeah, like I would say, like truly, like intentionally asking them like four or five years ago. And that was through reading. I started reading, um, you know, more books about self-help, but also I would say instead of self-help, like more like self-actualization, um mm. yeah no and it wasn't yeah. like oh I'm sad I want to not feel sad it's like no I want to understand who I am but beyond what I was taught growing up you know and what I was taught beyond school and you know having the friends I had growing up and you know there's just so much that you start to realize as an adult like is this it like is this all I know right you know, so that's where the shadow work started for me was like really just taking a deeper look and seeing like the areas of my life that I felt like I was 
out of touch with. And that, that self-awareness started to grow more and more and more um, as I just started going to therapy, as I started to read more, as I started to have solo experiences, like started to really date myself and, you know, go to a museum by myself and take myself to lunch and go to the movies by myself. And like, yo, if you can be cool with yourself, then you solid. Like you have to be okay being by yourself. Like I I really emphasize that. Um, And I think spending so much time with myself, you know, I still was social, still had like friends. I'd still go out and all of that. But like at my core being okay with who I was, like that was the part of my growth that was essential for me to be who I am today. Absolutely essential. Yes. You know, that like takes me back to like the beginning of this year. Like, you know, sometimes like people come into a new year and they're like, I'm going to yeah. do this. I'm going to get all the self-help books and yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I was that person this year. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Like, just go ahead and do it. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I, um, and the thing is like, I'm all about nurturing myself and, you know, just honoring myself. But last year I really lost sight of me. And yeah. um, just because I got so caught up with business and mom life and, you know, co-parenting issues and a toxic relationship yeah. like there was just so yeah. much happening at once yeah. and I was like Alicia where, where are you are you even there right so when I came into this year I, I realized that a lot of my shadow work required me tapping into my inner child um, mm. because like I've always been like like very independent I've always yeah. been like you know I've always been the strong friend I've always right. been this like you know like people like look at me and they're like oh Alicia's gonna be fine yeah you're yep. gonna be fine I'm like look I'm the friend you need to be checking on because yep. if it looks like I'm fine I'm not like yeah and yeah like, I really just tapped back into me so I mm. actually did like this huge like emotional detox for like a couple of months and it really um it's I started to see how some of the people that were around me that or rather the people that still had access to me we weren't talking like that Mm. but the people that had access to me were honestly like disturbing my spirit and they were really getting in the way of my shadow work Mm. I was just like okay like you were clearly here for a certain amount of time and you're not serving me any greater purpose like you served the old version of me that was present for all the mm. unruled parts you know what mm. I'm talk about it okay come on I, was like, <laughs> you know what? I can't do this <laughs> yes and I really like I um I cut out alcohol for like a couple of months like it just Ooh, really yeah. just because I really wanted to be my most raw yes. self and yeah. you know like substances can really like get in the way of a lot of stuff yeah. no matter how much you take it's more like it was a matter of me finding that balance and really yeah. just stripping away distractions. So yes. I like, I, I put up so many boundaries. I put up so many, um, and people aren't used to me having boundaries. So once I started right. testing them, they were like, um, what is what's this? going on? I'm like, yeah. Um, I'm preserving my peace. Thanks. Like, exactly. <laughs> okay. Know, thank you. Yeah. Work, like, you know, like shadow work is so essential. And I talk about it all yes. the time with like my best friend and, um, I love that the shadow work really, I don't know, like, I feel like you get the most growth or like you Absolutely. learn more of yourself from that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to hit rock bottom, you know, like you yeah. got to really hit rock bottom. And when I say that, I'm not saying you have to go through the utmost trauma. I would never wish that on anybody, especially any other black person. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about for me is you have to get to the bottom of like, 
yourself like really get like get get really raw with yourself like you have to be the most intimate with yourself to understand like who you are at your core and like I had a lot of nights of crying like uncontrollably and you know being feeling so low and feeling like yo what is wrong with me like why do I feel this way right and listening to to God and spirit and waiting for the answers and waiting for the peace to finally settle in and just knowing like it's okay like you're gonna be fine it's gonna be uncomfortable you're growing and that's okay you're human you know and to be honest with you this sounds silly but the one thing one thing that just remind me of my growth always is my plants like that's why I love my plants and my plants are like mm-hmm. a constant reminder of like you know I've had plants I thought were gonna die and they didn't and they came out stronger and I'm like right. yes, bitch, like that's me <laughs> you know like it reminds me like this is life like it's so natural like just like this plant that's literally it started with the seed and sitting in soil all it needs is water good sunlight and love and look at it growing and blossoming and it's like it didn't start off that way though you know so it's it's a constant reminder and I think um yeah I honestly do think like my plants have helped me like with my mental health because it is literally you cannot force a plant to grow it just grows at its own pace and sometimes when you do too much when you overwater it it dies right when you underwater it dies when you're not taking care of yourself and you're doing too much you're going to start to burn out and when you stop taking care of yourself, like, like when you just kind of like pause and you're like not being intentional about, you know, your self-preservation, you can also start to feel like you're withering. Right. So I feel like plants are like the perfect analogy of like how we operate as humans a lot. And um, it's a journey and the shadow work is supposed to be uncomfortable because on the opposite side of it, is so much growth and so much light and I see it so so vividly in my life like four years ago I was like so insecure so confused I had no boundaries especially in regards to like dating like you know when I was single when I was single I didn't have brown boundaries I feel I feel like I I struggled with with like truly knowing like what it was that I wanted in a healthy partnership. And like, thankfully I've been able to cultivate that with my partner now. And like my partner, my partner and I have been together for three years, you know? Y'all and- are so cute, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank oh, you. Okay. But <laughs> no, like I just got to say that because, you know, I know like I'm talking to other black women. I want to be honest, like, you know, like, being single is is not always easy and it's it's hard when you want to start to cultivate like a a connection with someone but if they're not ready for that then it it can be really harmful for you you know and you gotta like learn what your standards are what your boundaries are and embody that for sure it takes time it takes it takes time it takes patience but um, yeah, I definitely have been through some bullshit when it comes to that. So like, you know, like, I'm so glad that like, I was able to open my heart and let a true solid man, like, you know, be in alignment with me because mm-hmm. I know it's hard. It's difficult. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. You deserve I know me like I have so much love to give so like I know I'm supposed to be like in a relationship yeah, you're such a Virgo <laughs> I'll be like look and look you know me I love my 
my crotch, my chart yes. is like dominated by water. So like I yes. have all the feels. <laughs> oh yes, I feel you. Know, you. I can't help it. And I'm just like, yeah. I love love and I love to give love. <laughs> I love to give love. But I also know it's like I'm in this like, I mean, whenever it comes, I know it's going to come when it's supposed to come. Like, yeah, I'm very yeah. like open to it because I give it so freely. Yeah. And it's, yes. you know, it's, it's like I think about everything I went through last year. And it's kind of like, you know what? That shook the table for me. And it made me look at myself. And mm. I ma- it made me start this this rebirth of loving mm. myself again. Like my self-love love journey really started. Thank you. Like my self-love journey really started back in 2010. And it's been mm. like an up and down like kind of situation. Like it's never going to be linear, but like right. I'm right. always like I'm trying to get. Well, I think I've finally gotten out of this mindset of like having all of these unrealistic expectations for myself that I'm yeah. like really, and I'm really starting to be okay with being present with where I am, with what I'm doing, how things are going. Like yeah. obviously, worries and doubts can come up, but like. I'm really focused. I'm hyper focused on making sure that I'm the best version of myself for myself, for my child, and then whoever is supposed to come. Cause mm. like it's it's gonna happen. I'm just like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not taking anybody, like just anybody. At time. Exactly. Like, look, so if you lock me down, you a real one. Like, yep. <laughs> I feel that as you should as you should thank you mama absolutely what keeps you grounded and what does your mm. circle look like you know your tribe mm. Ooh, that's a great question so I was I'm gonna start with with myself what keeps me grounded yes. is being patient with myself like I said, I struggled and I struggled a lot with perfectionism. And like now there's kind of like residual perfectionism that shows up in my life. Like right before our call, actually, I was journaling and mm. um, I wrote about how I've been really like anal about my wellness routine and like, oh, work out three times a week and then, you know, eat this plant based meal and journal and meditate for 20 minutes. And it's like, yeah, but like that sometimes that's good. It's good to have structure and discipline, but if it becomes so rigid that it's uncomfortable for you, you start stressing out about it. That defeats the purpose of wellness. Like, you know, like you're not grading yourself. This is not school. This is your body. This is your mind. This is your soul. Be free with it as well. Like if I'm busy and like, I'm, I literally leave the house by 7.30 and I come back at like 6, 6.30 on, mm. on top of like Saturday baddies, you know what I'm saying? On top right. of having all the, the roles I have in my life. So I have to be patient and gentle with myself. Like when I'm being so hard on myself, this, typically I can tell like I'm trying to control other external outcomes that I do not have control over. So yes. I'm forcing myself to be rigid and forcing myself to fit into this box um, with my free time and my availability, right? So I think what keeps me grounded is slowing down, um, you know, because I do live in New York City and it is so fast paced, very chaotic, like slowing down, like having a slow morning, like maybe instead of doing my my 15 minute morning workout, I just I meditate and I just sit in my I sit up in my bed and I meditate instead or instead of doing you know, like making a healthy salad for lunch. It's like I order something because right now that's what I need. Like I need the convenience of having a meal that's already prepared for me and just letting go of these expectations of yourself sometimes. Like Mm. I really feel like 
being grounded is rooted in security and safety, right? If you're talking about from a spiritual set standpoint, if you are familiar with or, or resonate with this, the chakra system, which I know you are. Yes. Um, <laughs> the chakra oh, system. Oh, you're fine, girl. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank um, you. Yeah, like if you're familiar with the seven um, chakra system, like the root chakra is all about safety and security and, and groundedness. And when I... Last year, especially, I did so much root chakra work, so much because the world literally was a threat. Like being outside was like, am I going to die? You know, like at the height of the pandemic, we're like, right. what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? So I did a lot of root chakra work um, last year, especially. And there's different times where I, I spend more time focusing on one chakra than the other. Um, you know, if I feel like, oh, I've been feeling kind of like my self-esteem is low. Let me, let me get into my solar plexus. Let me get into my bag. Let me wear some yellow. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like we, yes. we, there are things that we can do to start identifying and feeling more in tune with the characteristics and the traits that we need to embody in order to feel whole. So mm. yeah, groundedness is just super important to me. And I think anyone who struggles with anxiety, uh, to, to be honest with you, at least in my experience, I feel like the root of it is always feeling not grounded, you know? So absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's how I practice groundedness. Um, with my circle, um, I would say starting with my family. Um, my mother is a very, very strong woman. She's very resilient. Both my parents are, they're immigrants. They um, migrated here from Ghana and, you know, just having that resilience in order to make such a big shift in your life and the life of your children is something that is very admirable to me. You know, I think that me and my sisters have all kind of inherited that strength from them. So definitely like your family um, being solid, being supportive and there for you. So important. Um, Definitely my partner is literally my human CBD. Like he's so <laughs> calm. <laughs> he's so calm. He's so calm. And he's so like, <sighs> he just, just a, a calm man really just does. It does, it does what it needs to do. Okay. Yes. Like it just, when you, when you're somebody that is, uh, does struggle with anxiety or, or does tend to, to feel anxious being with a calm person is so helpful and it's not to say that that person has to become your therapist or be like your counselor or whatever but that person's energy alone can soothe you like mm -hmm. it's crazy you know it's really crazy how someone's energy can really impact your own especially when they're your romantic partner you know so Absolutely. I thank God that I do have um, such a like solid and calm human beside me and is able to always kind of be the yin to my yang, you know? And I think, um, I think having somebody that is aware, like he's very emotionally intelligent as well, extremely oh, emotionally intelligent. And, <laughs> you know, like we meditate together and like we do practice like wellness together which is great yeah. so like having that groundedness like not just for myself but like together mm. is just really helpful and then obviously my friends um I would say my friends are such a beautiful like display of God like I when I look at my friends I'm just like I love I love y'all like I love that we could be in community with each other and support each other I have friends that I don't even live near and they live out of state but we you know still make time for each other we check in with each other 
um, we love on each other, support each other, show up whenever we can, you know, and I think that's so important, like, still having um, healthy friendships and making sure your friendships are, um, feel reciprocated, you know, which they do. And I'm really happy Mm -hmm. that I can say that at this point in my life, like all of my friendships feel very balanced. Um, Because there was definitely time where they didn't feel balanced, you know, and I I think through a lot of reflection, I've been able to cultivate such a beautiful circle of people who really, um, I I find so much beauty in them. And then of course, Saudi Baddies community, I think that Yes. You know, the Saudi Bodies community goes so hard and I love it. Like y'all are so great. Like y'all literally like pull up wherever, whenever, like we hear, like we're right. supporting, we're, we're engaged, we're, you know, we're in tune. And I just, I love that. So I yes. love, love, love the Saudi Bodies community and the other communities that I'm a part of. There's a lot of like other um, wellness spaces and digital spaces that I'm a part of and, and, and appreciate as well. Um, you know, such as Jalo Studios, the Diaz Collection, um, Therapy for Black Girls, Balanced Black Girls. There's so many. I'm, I mean, there's so, so many um, that I've been able to work with and also just be in community with, which is great. Oh, my heart is so full. Like, I've been over here just smiling all the whole time. I'm like, yes, this, this is the content I signed up for. Like, yeah. I, love, I love this so much for you. One of my friends and I, Thank we were you. talking about how you're welcome. Like one of my friends and I, we were talking about how um, intention is so essential when it comes to the people that you decide to surround yourself with. Absolutely. And um, I think that, um, I just think that intention really goes a long way. You know, when things are done with that intention, it really show. it goes to show you the lack of longevity it'll have. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. Absolutely. And it'll show up in other ways too, you know? Ooh. Like yes. like you said, the lack of longevity when when you do something with an intention that is not pure, you know, and is not mm-hmm. whole and is um rooted in in competition or jealousy or or fear or Ooh. you know what I'm saying? That's like all one. of that. Yeah, like that that will show up it definitely will show up absolutely and like that's one of the things i noticed like during my shadow work that really started to it really yeah. started to be honest in like november because that's when i started therapy like i had to stop yeah. just like finances but i also practiced yeah. reiki so that's oh helps yeah that form of therapy yeah and really like starting therapy you know both reiki and just you know regular therapy um doing my yeah. shadow work i really started to see how um, the people that were around me, like I was saying earlier, like the people that I had to just cut off and separate myself from yeah. a lot of our bond, I realized from there and it came from a place of jealousy, mm. you know, I mm-hmm. noticed that every time like I elevated, whether it was emotional, mm-hmm. mental, you know, business wise, yeah. the jealousy came right yeah. to the forefront. And I was like, oh, that explains it. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I think. And, and that goes back to intention, too. Like, I am so used to, I'm trying not to have my guard up all the time, but my yeah. guard tends to go up sometimes because people use me in a sense of, like, a like for a come up. And mm. um, that's been my life for a long time because people always knew that I was going to be the one to do something. And I'm like, eh, I don't like yeah. that. But like, which is fine, yeah. you know, like, I appreciate the support. But in turn, like, or as a result, it really became like, okay, like, we're just 
we're using you like obviously without right. saying it it really makes me want to protect my peace even more yeah like, and I'm very and I think me being clairvoyant really adds to it I just have to do better with like acknowledging the flags and like dipping when yeah. you know spirit and God give me signs and I'm just like okay I'm out. yeah <laughs> yeah yes you know? yes my you know circle my circle now is very um it's balanced so I'm very mm. grateful for that and I love that you have that too. That thank that you. Important. You're welcome. It's so important. I really cherish and value my friendships and my sisterhoods, mm-hmm. um, whether they're virtual, whether they're in real life. Like you know, I think that that's such an important part of being um, a well, a well versed per- human. You know, and it's yeah. like a well versed woman, like being being able to rely on your friends and have them be supportive of you and vice versa and show up for them and listen to them and vice versa. Like that is so important. Um, so I'm very, very grateful for all my friendships. My friendships really uplift and support me and hold me down and pull me up. And like, you said, you're supposed to remind you of like your, your worth. Like, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I have friends that I know when I call them, I'm going to feel 10 times better than when, you know, I picked up the phone. And that's how your friendship should feel. They should feel like I'm going to feel better. Like, you know, I know that after I speak to, you know, my best friend or, or this person that's close to me, I'm going to feel uplifted and rejuvenated. I'm not going to feel drained and tired and, oh, that was a waste of my time. And, oh, I need to get off the phone because, right. you know, they're talking too much or whatever. They're not listening to me. Like, you shouldn't feel like that. You should not right. feel like that with your friendship. So, exactly. Yeah. One thing I really feel like based off of everything that we've talked about is just, I think, protecting ourselves and our peace and like nourishing Mm -hmm. ourselves. So what is something that makes you feel safe? Mm. What makes me feel safe is honestly knowing that I come from a lineage of warriors, of royalty, of you know, my heritage is as a first generation American, but you know, my family and my parents being from Ghana, like what they went through, not just to get here, but even before that was nothing less of amazing. You know, I think being reminded of my, my grandmother's strength, my great grandmother's strength, my, you know, my great grandfathers and all the all the ancestors before me that I haven't even met, you know, um, or never got to meet, I should say, mm-hmm. um, knowing that their strength is passed down, you know, because every generation learns from the generation prior to them, you know. So my I, my resilience and my strength comes from my parents, but their resilience comes from their parents and their resilience comes from their parents, you know. So mm-hmm. I think understanding like that safety that, you know, we got we got this far. And also my belief in God and, and knowing that I am divinely protected and my mom praying for me and yes. leaving me like voice notes of her praying for me, my dad praying for me. Um all the time, like, does make me feel very protected and safe. And me praying for myself as well. Like, you know, like, in the shower, you know, I'll just ask God for protection and for guidance for the day. And I really do feel guarded. Um, I think, you know, it's not necessarily always 
having to do something physical, but it's it's the belief that you are protected and you are safe and secure as well. Um, mm-hmm. And also seeing it in your life, like I said, like through my my heritage and my lineage, like seeing like we are we are so protected. And look at how many generations have come from resilience and strength and and autonomy. You know, like that's that's something powerful for sure. Ooh. Come on, now. <laughs> hit the nail on the head. You know, like one thing, and I'm right there with you. Like one thing that really helps me feel so grounded and like so safe with who I am and like my mm-hmm. purpose is that I come from like because my mom's side of the family like originates from Ghana, and oh. like that, yeah, hey, okay. okay, come on. <laughs> and like you know, that's like knowing our history is um it's very humbling for me because like all throughout the DMV, like we have like landmarks, we have like schools, like we have all this kind of stuff. That's amazing. Yep. Thank you. You know, like, and I, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but um, like I was saying earlier, like I'm clairvoyant, which like kicks my ass sometimes, but Mm -hmm. it's a great blessing. So growing up, like in like my childhood neighborhood, I, I didn't know what energy I was feeling around my house, but Mm -hmm. I just knew that my house was covered. I'm like, Mm. you know, like, look, that thing's been crazy, just no matter where you go, like the history behind it and stuff like that. But I just felt like my home was protected and I could not put my finger on it. And then I learned, and this was when I was like little, like, I mean, like probably four or five years old. And then I think I learned around that time, that same time that right outside of the neighborhood that I lived, there's a house that my family built. It's like a landmark. Like nobody can touch it. Nobody That's can touch it. Like, still there. You know, thank you. And it just it makes me feel like safe. Yes. Like just knowing that like no matter where I yes. go, like my yes. ancestors like have me covered. Covered. Um, oh, come on now. I'll say. Yes. <laughs> yes. What would you say is something that people need to carry through this life like any little bit of advice that you think um or just like some words of wisdom Mm. it's a great question oh remember who you are like yeah remember who you are not who your parents are not who you were made to be not who you know society has tried to infiltrate into your mind to be remember who you are knowing who you are at your core Mm-hmm. And having a deep, deep understanding of your value system, your belief system, your character, your, you know, your integrity. I think integrity is so important. Um, remembering who you are, because that's going to carry you through life. If you remember your boundaries, your standards, your, your, for example, for me, one rule I have is that I don't let anybody talk to me crazy. And <laughs> when I say that, I mean, like, you cannot speak to me crazy. I refuse. I do not tolerate it. And when I when I say that, I mean I have I have defended myself in and, and this happens a lot in New York. You know, New York, mm-hmm. we know <laughs> people right. can be rude. It is what it is, but you know, there's this there's, there's sometimes like men think that they can talk to you a certain way because you look a certain way, you know, like I'm five two, I'm petite, like I am a black dark-skinned women and I think sometimes um especially men that are aggressive think that they can talk to you a certain kind of way and I don't tolerate that you know and I've cursed grown men out because of that like you're not going to talk to me crazy I do not tolerate that I do not I don't tolerate disrespect ever 
So I think that when you respect yourself, because it is because I respect myself, right? So um, I don't tolerate disrespect in any way, shape, or form because I have the utmost respect for myself. Why would I allow you to disrespect me? It doesn't make sense. You know, it just does not, it doesn't add up. So I don't allow um, myself to be in spaces or myself to be um, spoken to in a way that degrades me and my character. And that can also mean having to end um, relationships and friendships that do not serve that purpose. Like if you have a friendship or you have a, you know, just somebody in your life that you feel like is antagonizing you all the time or is, um, verbally disrespecting you or emotionally being disrespectful, whatever the case may be, you have the authority to cut them out of your life. It is your life. You know, this yes. is your, this is your life. So you better make sure that everybody in your life serves a purpose and is, is an example, is that a reflection of, of, of the respect that you have for yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm very intentional about like the energy I keep around me. I'm very protective of the energy I keep around me. I believe my Mars is in Cancer. Me um, too. Which is in- oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yeah. I so you. Yeah. So you know. You already know my Mars is in Cancer, and um, I think that is a you know it just kind of is a confirmation of the way that I do carry myself and you know my energy is protective um it's not protective in a way that I don't let people get close to me I think I am a very approachable person you know just given the fact that I am a community builder and I have built a community from the ground up just by being myself you know um but I think that um remembering that my energy is precious and my time is precious um that's important to me and yeah, remembering who you are. So I think a fun exercise that I've had to do through therapy was actually like kind of list out what what is my value system? What is my belief system? What are what are my standards when it comes to life? Like what's my standards in a in a yeah, in a relationship? What's my standards in friendship? What's the standards with my family? Like standards versus expectations, you know? So I had to do that exercise um with my therapist like about a year and a half ago. It was really eye-opening. Because it, it really, like, seeing it on paper lays it out for you. It's like, okay, well, this is my standard, and this is how I want to move about in the world. Like, can I do this? Can I can I uphold this, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the mm. advice I would give. I love it. And then, yeah. with that being said, my last question for you is this. What new beginning are you looking forward to the most? Or what, what are you excited for? What's next? Ooh. Ah, such a good question. Um, I'm most excited to just expand. I think that, you know, with my recent partnership um, with Sadie Baddies and especially with Nike, like that has really showed me like, yo, like don't sleep on yourself, you know? And it's, it's showed me like everything I'm doing is right and it's in alignment. Um, with my purpose, with my my life's purpose. So I'm excited to like, okay, let's kick it up a notch, you know, like let's let's have more events, let's have more, um, you know, let's add more things to the Rolodex that is Sadie Baddies. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm working on a few projects. I'm working on actually a few things that will be offerings to the Sadie Baddies community. And um yeah, definitely want to have tangible um resources available 
for, for the Saudi Baptist community. So kind of saying it without saying it, I will be, you know, having things that are going to be readily available for people to, to utilize in the form of a book um, in terms of like an ebook and also just, you know, a print so that you can have that in your hands. I think having something physical is really important too, because everybody is like zoomed out. We're all like on zoom all the time, 24 seven. So right. I think having things that are tangible and real and physical and take space is really important. So I'm working on a project um, that I want to share by the end of the year, probably before the end of the year. And um, yeah, just like being, being able to be like, okay, like I can, I can execute this and it is going to, it's going to do well. Like, you know, like not feeling fearful of like, oh, what if I'm doing it wrong? Or if it's not right, like just do it, you know, just do it. The worst that could happen is that you learn from it. Right. So right. yeah, like actually putting out, you know, products that are going to be helpful and useful and accessible. So yeah. Oh, I'm so excited because you got <laughs> <Yes>. yes. <laughs> Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, mamas. And with that being said, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with? And for those that don't know, how can they keep up with you? Yeah. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for everybody and anyone who's listening and taking the time to chat with with you and I, um, I would also love for you to stay in the loop with Saudi Baddies via our monthly newsletter, um, which you can sign up for on our website, www.saddiebaddies.com. Follow us on Instagram, Saddy, S-A-D-D-I-E underscore baddies, B-A-D-D-I-E-S. Um, also, that is the same handle we have on Twitter as well um i am working on producing more video content um especially this summer which will be exciting and fun um so yeah i'm just looking forward to like you know just still being able to share all of the information and the content that i share but just sharing it in different ways you know like Mm -hmm. i think instagram has felt like very restrictive for a lot of content creators um within the last like couple years and you know i think in order for me to like get out of that, um, like stay, get out of that box that we're in as content creators is to expand. So doing things on different social media channels, having, like I said, a product that people can actually have and it's tangible. Um, so yeah, so that's what I'm working on for y'all and I'm excited to share. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me, Alicia. I love talking to you. I know this was so good. This is so neat. I'm hoping I got a little pep in my step. Yes, yes. Yes. With that being said, thank you so much to my listeners for tuning in to another amazing episode of Cookies and Conversation. And until next Thursday, we are out. Yes. Boop, boop.